Welcome back to Beers Up Sports Talk. Sebo in the house. Debo in the house. I'm calling it a victory Monday, even if it's just one Do team. Because guess I what? Mean, it is what it is. Right, exactly. All right, let's get into it. Let's not waste any time. What are you drinking tonight, D? I'm back on that Drunken Rabbit Mule Kick because, again, it's in the fridge. Right, let's do it. I'm going. Uh, listen, I told you, 2021. I'm going off the reservation. I'm not doing the same old IPAs. I got a a Vint Hill Series Vixen Irish Style Red with a wolf on the front. Ow! Oh. Listen, I I'm not even sure here. OBH Brewing Company out of Virginia. It's a red ale. It's not my jam. It it's red. It's like a deep red. Looks like it could Let's be a go. flower from my point of view. That's that's kind of the look it has. You nice. know what? That's not bad. Nice. Like last week, one, I could maybe even have two of those. Maybe I will have two. I don't know. Maybe I'll have two. All yeah. right. Let's do it. Let's kick it off. The Buffalo Bills had a playoff game this weekend. First home playoff game since 95. I'm just going to be straight with you. They played a great game. 27-24 over the Colts. Colts dominated time of possession. Colts had the field position, especially in the first half. Oh, God. And the Bills played about as good a game as you could play, given those circumstances. They didn't really make any mistakes, except for the Allen fumble at the end of the game, which, again, people are going to remember that. But, like, that guy played a pretty damn good game. I mean, that was his second playoff game. Yeah. He played pretty well. So what I what I took out of that is it, it reminded me almost immediately of last year's playoff game when he tried to do too much. And mm-hmm. he, if he takes that first sack, that doesn't happen. He doesn't lose six more yards. Um, right. And, you know, that's I mean, that's something you've said all season. He tries to play hero ball and he that was the one where he probably should have took the first sack and stayed with. Yeah. Him. Yeah. And I think I, I think the, the Colts did a great job of keeping him frustrated. You know, they, their defense was kind of like a, a bend, don't break. They let him get the little stuff, but they, they played really well yeah. on both sides of the ball. They kept the ball for long periods of time. I, I mean, their offensive play call was solid and, and the bills, but they played really well. I mean, they got the job done. They didn't have the ball a lot and they still scored more points. Yeah. Uh, and, Jonathan Taylor had a decent game, but he didn't get, he didn't break out. So that's, that's good looks on the, the run. And really, if you take away those long runs, which like that was the only other part that frustrated me late in the game when the bills had to lead twice by, by two scores and they kind of played this soft defense and it was Taylor and Hines, right? That's the other guy yep. that were, that, they were getting like 20, 25 yards on runs. That was the only time that I was like, what are we doing? Because all we're trying to do now is kill clock. Um, but if you take those runs away, yeah, they did a pretty good job. I thought Rivers did a great job of, of, of manipulating defense, finding us. I mean, they were burning the bills with the tight ends. But again, yeah. all that being said, the bills took care of business. Like they handled their business. They had a good opponent. They didn't have the ball a lot and they still managed to score the most points. And, and we're moving on. Yeah, I'll tell you what, Gabriel Davis made some ridiculous – like three Bruh. ridiculous catches on Bruh. the sideline. It was ridiculous. I mean, I mean, I know we were texting back and forth, and I was like, did you have flashbacks? Because that ball went up, and I was – man. Uh, you know, I felt like it's it's happened twice now. I figured third time, you know, fool me once, fool me twice. Before, if it had happened a third time, that would have been just a hot mess. Yeah. Um, yeah, Gabby Davis played out of his mind. Um. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, they just did what they were supposed to do. Like, Josh Allen played really well. Now, we did lose Zach Moss probably for the playoffs, which is kind of tough. 
Um, Singletary is going to have to show up. A couple of things that caught me off guard. John Brown didn't really have an impact in that game, and that kind of surprised me. And they didn't use McKenzie right. in that kind of like pre-snap motion, and that really caught me off guard. There wasn't a lot of pre-snap motion for a team that loves to do pre-snap motion. And so maybe they didn't think it worked well with this defense. Maybe they wanted to save some of that. Maybe they felt they did too much in Miami the week before. I don't know. But it was weird to not see McKenzie be involved a little bit more. Yeah, they changed their offense a little bit too. I mean, there were a lot more designed Josh Allen runs, and I think you know yeah. your best. You, you know, you want your best player to have the ball. And granted, I, I'm sure Diggs is probably considered the best athlete on that team. Um, Josh Allen, he's he's good runner, so they. I think they're trying to say, all right, yeah. the season's over. Let's let's add a new wrinkle that people haven't seen all season. The, and they must have seen that the Colts were going to rush from the outside and kind of leave that open space because you're right. It was that was one of the things I've written down. Like there was a ton of space in the middle of the field. I still, I'm not a huge fan of doing it two or three times on a drive. Like it felt like they were doing, but like, if you want to mix it up every once in a while and do it, that's fine. I, I mean, honestly, like Zach Moss has been playing really well. So I hope the single Terry can step up the game. He had a couple of nice runs right there at the end of the game, which I think might help him a little bit in terms of the confidence and he can catch the ball out of the back. So um, I guess it's going to be like a little, like, is it going to be like Yeldon time or is it going to be Williams, the guy that came in last week off the, yeah. off the practice squad? Who knows? But the reality is we got another game next week and that's all that matters. Yeah. And who are we playing? Who are you playing? So let's talk about that game. So it's, it's, it's Bill's Ravens. Yes. Now out of the teams that we could have played that we could have played, I wanted to play the Steelers. Cause I just didn't think like, I, I, I think the bills could beat the Steelers. I just, I just felt that way. I don't know how I feel about the Titans just because of Derrick Henry um, and, and that Bills that Bills run, run defense, though obviously it's been better the last couple of weeks. I don't know about this matchup with the Ravens. It's going to be really interesting. The things I wrote down is it's going to come down to, I assume we're going to be playing a lot of man in, in, in the secondary just because you're going to want to, you know, stack the box for, for kind of the, the Lamar Jackson RPO kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, so you're going to bank on Levi Wallace and Tredavious White and probably Micah Hyde being back there trying to make plays. I, I figure Poyer will be up on the, on the line as another linebacker, and you're just going to have to hope that he, Milano, and, and Edmonds can just get it done. Uh, were you surprised it was the Ravens being Tennessee? I mean, we, when we talked that we had the Ravens, but the way that game opened up, it was first quarter 10 nothing, and it didn't look like the Ravens were going to get anything going. Yeah, that was – I mean, I will say that was kind of surprising. I don't – I mean, I didn't watch that whole game. And from what I saw, I mean, the Ravens offense has been cooking, right? What was it like 1500 rushing yards in the last five games of the season? So clearly they had figured it out. I mean, to your point, that deep ball that Lamar threw in the first quarter was God awful, but he clearly got it together. He's clearly back to being like an incredibly dynamic runner. And if he can get free again, to the mind of the defenders, you're you're completely done. Then now you now you got to worry about them on every single play, and that's when they can do all the other stuff that they do. Um, again, I assume the the Bills are going to have somebody spy him, but that's hard to do because one, he's probably faster than that person, and two, that takes somebody away from the rest of the defense that you're trying to play. Yeah, no doubt. So you think? I mean, you're going to take the Bills. I'm taking the Bills I, again. I don't know that. I mean, I know the Ravens have a good defense, but I just. There, there's a lot of weapons on this Bills team, man. Like, there's four wide receivers right now that can catch passes, and Dawson Knox is catching passes. Like, 
And we're not even talking about Singletary. Like there's, there's a lot of weapons on the field. I just don't know if there's a team out there that can keep up with them. Yeah. I mean, I, I would worry. I see. I'm also going to take the bills and I think it's because Buffalo's defense is a lot better than Tennessee and Tennessee struggled. I mean, they're playing bad. They played better, but they, I mean, Baltimore struggled against Tennessee's awful defense. Um, And, you know, if they couldn't complete passes against that secondary, it's going to be hard to do that against the Bills secondary. And now that, like you said, the the linebackers are healthy, that's going to help the run a little bit more. Um, It's going to, it's going to be hard for me to see Baltimore, but I mean, they're hot right now, but I, I think Buffalo's got it. Yeah. I mean, this is a tale of two teams that are really hot. I mean, both teams are doing things. I mean, the, up until this game, the Bills were averaging 48-something points in the last two games. The Ravens have been running all over. I mean, that's going to be the biggest thing. If the Ravens if the Ravens can run the ball and mix in passes, it's going to be trouble. If the Bills can – you know, I'm just thinking early in the year, like they let up a lot of running yards against the Chiefs, but they were still in that game to the end of the game, right? Yeah. Like I, I assume they learned something from that game. I assume they're going to be ready for this this type of offense and – you know what? I just got to trust at this point. We're 14 and three. I, I'm all in. I mean, there's no reason for me not to care at this point. No doubt. You know, yeah. all right, let's move over to the, the other game in the AFC. We're going to get to your Packers in a minute. Yeah, fine. Chiefs, Browns, after the Browns stomped on the Steelers and almost, almost let them back into the game. Yeah. At one point, I think it was down to 11 or something like that. It was down to something like that. And the, and the Steelers had a fourth and one on like the 35, on their own 35-yard line. They punted it. And that was the game. It was like, like it's the playoffs, man. Like, you need one yard. Yeah, I go get it. Um, I mean, it's crazy. Roethlisberger threw for 500, four touchdowns, four picks. I mean, helped me out in FanDuel even though he threw four picks. <laughs> um, you know, yeah, I, he. <sighs> that's the only thing about that, that thing is if you're a, if a, a FanDuel person, uh, you are happy with that performance. But four picks, I mean, he had two in the first three drives, four drives, plus the, the fumble, yeah. you know, the, the bad snap. I mean, it reminded me of um, the Super Bowl, the Broncos Seahawks. Yeah. Down off the first play of the game. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. I, the. <laughs> the the Steelers made every mistake that they could possibly make, and then they almost came back and won that game. And I know that in the end, it was it was it wasn't that close. And and I and credit to the Browns, the offense made plays. Baker did enough. That two headed running game is a monster. What do you what do you think about this game against the Chiefs? Is there, you know is there any rust on the Chiefs? It's basically been two weeks since they or had to care. Or vet. Um, I don't know. Like if they play loose like that, because I think that's the thing. They're like, they're not expected to win any games. They can play out. They can go out there, play loose. Um, Now, is it just because Alex Van Pelt is such a better play caller than (laughs) fancy? No, I mean, there's no reason to take the Browns here um, because they're still, they're still the chiefs. The chiefs have not played great over the past four or five weeks, but they're still the better team. They have the better weapons. Um, you know, the defense is probably a wash and weapons. Yeah. I think I see your head shaking and, you know, when it comes down to running backs, obviously the Browns have a, have a chance. So if maybe that they can pound the ball out and, um, and keep Mahomes off the field, they can stay in this game. But if, 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 um, Kansas city gets up early, 
it's it's off to the races and it's over. Um, yeah, they're, they're still the team to beat. I'm taking the Chiefs. Yeah, and and I people are hating on us having the same picks, and I don't know if that's going to happen this time. But I'll say this: the Chiefs were playing not great football toward the end of the year because those games don't matter, and you're not trying to show your your whole ass when 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 you already have pretty much the top seed locked up. You don't need to show everything in your playbook. You don't need you don't need to do all the funny things and all the all the trick plays and all the extra stuff that you guys do. Save that for the playoffs. I mean, it's going to be tough. It's basically been two weeks off for a lot of those dudes, but they're still the la- they're still the best team probably in the league. Yep. They're the most explosive. And yeah, if they get up early, this could be over quickly because I don't know that the the Browns are going to have enough to come back. They played really well with the lead yesterday. But even that got a little tight. Even that prevent defense got a little too soft, right? I mean, yeah. the Steelers did not have a tough time scoring in the second half. No, For all I the points so. that the – When Pittsburgh came out and scored and made it 28-7, I was like, uh-oh, here we go. But thankfully the Browns went right down and scored right back at them. But right. that's when I thought right. it was going to be some trouble. Um, no, but I mean, you, you said people are talking about our picks. I mean, we the best part was we both thought Rams and Browns could do it if they were healthy. Yeah. Goff yeah. came in. And we'll get to that in a little bit, but Goff came in and, you know, he, you know, with his broken thumb and carried uh, the Rams to He a, didn't do no carry, man. He didn't do no – Cam Akers did some carrying. I know. Cam let, Akers. Let, let's move over to the NFC. Let's do this. Let's talk about Packers versus Rams. So the Packers get to buy. The Rams face off against um, the Seahawks. I mean, I think to your point, the Seahawks were the better team. They had the better quarterback. Wofford starts the game. He's I'm I'm watching that game and he's doing it. Except again, you quarterback sneak, and he just takes a shot from Jamal Adams, and that's it. Do you think? And now was, you got. Do you, do you think that? I mean, I don't. I haven't heard many people talk about, it, but it looks pretty shitty to me. I mean, I, I get he's going down, and that's the play you're supposed to make. But I mean, so I agreed. I agreed with the whether it was Mike Pereira, whoever the ref that was in the booth, or back in New York. He, the player had already given himself out. He already had a knee on the ground. He was down yeah. and Adams went in. He didn't have to do that. Again, it's the NFL. They can do whatever they want. Right. But Adams went in to try and give him a shot. Right. And that's why that's the only thing other than that, like it wasn't helping the helmet, but he was still, in my opinion, targeting a guy that was on the ground. Yep. Why you're running a QB sneak in that moment. I don't know. Again, Josh Allen is 6'5", 240, or 230, whatever he is. Yeah, there's Wofford is a little dude, yep. and he's not played a lot of NFL games. Most quarterbacks are just going to roll over in that moment. But he's trying to sneak forward for an extra yard, and boy. And then Jared Goff comes in, and Jared Goff can't throw a football. No, that I mean, you feel bad for the guy. I mean, he was struggling before, but, I mean, his thumb is obviously – I mean, he threw the good pass. I mean, granted, Robert Woods was wide open. Um, Cooper Cup, that injury sucked because, I mean, he was just like he went to cut and his knee was just like, yeah, I'm good. Why Why? why is he in the game at that point? You're just running the clock. Like, all right, rant on. Why do you have your starting wide receiver in the game when you're just running the ball to kill the clock? When you're, what when are you doing? Hurt. What are you doing? It doesn't even – like, I don't even care if he's, if he's not hurt. This is the playoffs. You have the lead – you're running the clock out. Put your little backup wide receiver. Put five tight ends, and I don't even care. That was stupid. Now, now you've lost cup for the playoffs. 
Well, not right? yet, but probably. You're, you've lost him because of something stupid, because of a, a, like, a, a play where he didn't need to be in. I mean, like, I'm sorry. That, trying to get back in the game after his ribs. Yeah. And that, you know what, so, though? Yeah. That, that defense, I mean, he'll be, yeah. he'll, he'll play. That defense is bananas. Yep. They can go again. Playing Jared Goff versus playing Aaron Rodgers is two da- different games. Yep. Jared Goff with pins in his thumb and his long ass motion. You get a couple extra seconds to get out. Aaron Rodgers ain't going to give you that much time. The yep. ball is going to be out. And Aaron Rodgers has played against these guys enough times to know how quickly he needs to get it out. Yep. Um, but that Rams defense is really good. No, that's really good. I mean, I'm looking forward to Devontae versus uh, Ramsey. I'm looking forward to Aaron Donald versus Lindsley. Um, you know, and even with Bakhtiari out, that Packers line is a lot better than Seattle's line was. Um, Wilson was running around for his life back there. So if we can just get – if Rodgers can just get, you know, that extra half second or second longer than Wilson was getting without having to run around too much, I, I you know. Obviously, I'm picking the Packers. I think that, you know, this – they're playing against Jared Goff. The, even if the offense – and even if the Packers offense and the Rams defense was a wash, the Packers defense should do enough to beat that offense. Um, yeah. The, the, way, the way Alexander and Amos and Savage are playing right now, wide receivers shouldn't even get open because if Cup's out, they're just going to – there's Robert Woods and who – so, you know, they're going to have to figure out how to st- stop Higby, not Higby, um, Akers. Thankfully, Snacks Harrison's there. They'll have him and Clark and Barnes will come in and clean it up. I, I'm, I'm actually really excited for this. I, I, I was actually saying I want the Rams. I want the Rams over over Tampa Bay in this round. I want to get another well, week. Obviously. Into, yeah, I want to get, <laughs> get one more week into the winter for, for a breeze or Tampa. But um, – all right. I think we may win this. I think I think seven's too high. Um, I, I think I think you're probably talking about like a four or five point win, but I think they're going to take it. I, yeah, I mean, I think the only way the Rams win this game is if they can keep the Packers' offense off the field. Because okay. even if your defense is playing really good, I don't think Goff and or Walford are going to do enough to score a lot of points, and so and to get and, and to keep drives alive. And so even if you're playing good defense, the more chances you give Aaron Rodgers, the better shot he's going to have to beat you here and there. I mean, they showed it against uh, the Bears. They don't need many opportunities. But the Bears right. are not the Rams. Correct. Although Correct. they did um, – go ahead. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. They, they did play a heck of a game against the Saints for the most part, the defense. Yes, yes. Yeah, that game was weird. I'm going to take the Packers because I have to. All right, here we go. Because I Bucks, Bucks, I am taking them. I don't think the Rams have enough. Bucks versus Saints, Brady versus Breeze. Neither team looked very good. I don't under, I mean, I get that the Washington football team defense is good. I you got Heineken as your quarterback playing just balling out. He was cooking. Yeah. No reason for that guy to be in the, in the kitchen as the chef in that game, but he was cooking. Why didn't the Bucks score 100 points in that game is what I'm trying to figure out. Like, there were moments where they looked like they can't be stopped, and then moments where they looked like they stink to high out. 
that's I mean that that's been their whole season, right? I mean, yeah, they, yeah you're right. They've been either that forty points or twenty points. Now they put up thirty one, um, and you know I, I don't. I know you say they're they're supposed to be good, but I think Washington's defense is pretty darn good. I mean, they showed it, and and we talked about it. They're get, they they weren't getting completely home, but they were making it uncomfortable enough with only a four man rush and have that extra um, uh, defensive back playing defense. So I, I think right. that that's and we talked about this. That's what makes Brady struggle, and it worked. They just couldn't quite score enough points and make enough stops. Yeah. And then, and then the Saints took a little while to get going, but in the end, they kind of stomped out the Bears. I mean, if Wims makes that catch in the end zone in the first quarter, that's a whole different game. It's 10-7. Um, you know, maybe maybe he was thinking he was going to go punch someone after he caught it because that's the guy that did that last I, time. Yeah, I, here's what I'll say. I think – I, I mean, Breeze isn't the guy he once was, but the people call him, calling him – you know, saying that he's got nothing left in the tank with the same people that were saying that at the beginning of the season. Then he went off through the through most of the regular season. Um, Michael Thomas was back after the, a couple of games off, and I think it just probably took a little while for them to get back. I'm 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 letting you know I'm going Saints in this. I, I think the Saints defense is really good, mm-hmm. and the Bucks. You know, again to your point, the Bucks can go out and score 45. Like I have this game as either like 45, 40. Or like twenty one seventeen. I think it's either going to be a, a game where they're running up and down the field, um, or or the defenses kind of take over because both have pretty good defenses. Saints, I just think, have a better defense, and they're going to be playing at home. And I'm going Saints. That's it. Yeah, I, I, Saints have won both matchups this year against Tampa Bay, and that's hard to do the third time. I can't, I don't see it happening. I, I like, I, can't, I don't see Tampa Bay beating them in, in New Orleans. We're probably, we're going to go four for four again, same picks. Um, I just, <laughs> I, I just don't think, I, I think now that they've had one full game, Kamara, Thomas and Breeze together, they'll be yeah. able to put it back together. I think, yeah. I think they should be good to win this game. So I'm, I'm going with saints. I don't see how, how they don't. Real quick though, that Jimmy Graham t- catch at the end of the game yesterday was hilarious and hilariously good. And it was such a like just catch too. one hand and then just leave the stadium. Just I'm done. Get me out of here. Well, you know, make more of those plays when we had, when he was playing for the Packers. Easy there, know, guy. I, I also Easy have there. one other thing. I know we've talked about it before, but bruh, yeah, that's the point. They want to win and they want to win Super Bowls. That's why he didn't want to play with the Packers anymore because they were too worried about winning Super Bowls. Huh. All right, let's move on to the NBA before you get all hot and bothered. I'm good. The NBA has a COVID issue, bruh. The NBA or our Boston Celtics have a COVID issue? I mean, the Celtics have a COVID issue, but there's an issue here in, in NBA. It's clearly a situation where the bubble kept these folks confined to a space and away from a larger group of people, whether that's family, friends, the general public, but there's an issue. And to your point, the Celtics have had two games canceled. The Mavs are not canceled tonight's game as well because they don't have a roster. The, 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 The Nets 
were without a bunch of guys earlier this week. Philly had a bunch of games. I know they decided not to do the bubble, and I get the reason behind it, but this this could be a problem. Yeah, I don't think you can do a bubble for this long, like for a whole season. Like, right. Like, mostly because, you know, I understand they're rich and they're getting paid millions of dollars to do this. But, I mean, that's still time, that much time away from family. They're probably not, you know, they'd be, I mean, we're talking about months, not like it was right. months earlier, but even more months. You know, right. it's, right. it seems too much. I mean, NFL, you know, they had a couple weeks where it was sketchy. The Browns had a couple in the last four weeks. Titans, Packers had a couple guys. But I, never it, seen, it, there were only like two weeks where it was really bad. So I, I, it's surprising to me that the NFL, because that's, well, I mean, it's outside. So, I mean, I don't know. Here, here's all I'll say. The, the difference is that the NFL only plays once a week and they literally had to manipulate the schedule to play games on days. They've never played games on. That's fair. The NBA is tough because if you test positive, you're out 10 to 14 days and your team could play three to five games in that period of time. Yeah. And, and so one of the things that I read over the weekend was that there was a, a conversation at the beginning of the season where I think they were going to allow rosters to be 19. There was a talk of having a 19 person roster for this exact reason. So that if guys tested positive, you'd still have kind of this reserve bench and they decided to scrap it. And I'm interested to see if they're willing to revisit it just because clearly having eight guys is going to be an issue. I mean, it's an issue for at least two games with the Celtics. Who knows if it's going to be more, but this is going to happen again. Yeah, it's just I mean, maybe maybe soon we can move past this. But for the next month, this is something that could potentially happen a lot more. Yeah, I mean, I think I, I mean, maybe you do it and you have eight players that practice and they're technically on the team and they're just there as like they, they practice together by themselves. And then like just kind of like the the they're doing with Jordan Love at the Packers and Jake Fromm. It's just and then if they're needed to come in, they come in for their two games, three games and. That's, I mean, that's what you have. Yeah, and I look, I'm going to be honest. I don't understand, like, the spreading out of the team on the bench. Like, that doesn't matter to me. Like, again, same thing with the guys wearing masks at the football games. Like, I don't understand that shit. Do something when they're not in the stadium. That's like, when they're in the stadium, they're, they're going to probably be all right. But obviously these folks, whether it's the players, whether it's coaches, whether it's the trainer, whoever, when they leave that stadium, that's where the issue is. And again – so far, so good, and let's hope that this is just a blip on the radar. But this is going to be an issue unless they unless they figure out something. I know the, the the GMs were meeting today. They're talking about tightening protocols, eliminating like the handshaking and the hugs at the end of games, and masks more in other places, and trying to get people to like stay out of restaurants and do this and do that. I know you can't make these folks do this, but you you got to lean on them hard because, I mean, you don't want to lose a season especially as, as fans are going to start to come into these stadiums because the reality is some of these arenas already have fans in them. And I, obviously as the vaccine comes out, you're going to want to bring fans into the, to the arenas. And if you can't play games because people are testing positive, like again, money in these folks pocket that they're not going to get. Yeah. And you know, baseball had a, had a problem early on and they figured it out. You know, the, mm -hmm. the Cardinals, the Marlins, 
football was mostly early on and then it yep. trickled a little bit later on in the season, but it was, it, it's the beginning. They have to figure out what they have to do. And, you know, and adapt. Yeah, and- that's what we're hoping. I mean, we'll see that the, um, uh, NHL kicks off or drops puck, um, tomorrow night, I think it is, or the 13th, whatever. Um, so, you know, it, they're going to probably have a little bit of, I mean, the Dallas stars right now are having a, a breakout and they, they aren't going to be able to play for the first two weeks of the season. I think they said, yeah. So, um, the only, the only thing about the NBA that's different from baseball and football is that they play in a different city every night, potentially. Mm. And so that's a lot more travel major league baseball. You're sitting down for three nights, four nights, NFL. It's once a week and you're spending most of your time at your practice facility. NBA, you could be in Boston and then Philly and then, dc and then charlotte in a week yep and if that testing doesn't hit right away you, you that that's four teams five teams that could potentially be impacted now again i'm i'm talking worst case scenario and i and i'm hopeful this doesn't happen but i mean yeah the celtics not playing Mavs not playing it also impacts the teams that they are playing right the heat are out of a game i don't know who the celtics will play tonight but that one's off the table now Oh, they're not, they're not even going to make it up. I thought they were, they were just postponed. Well, I mean, they're going to make it up, but I mean, like it, it, affects, it, it impacts their scheduling as well. That's right. right. Because now those teams are going to have to play games on top of games later on in the season at some other time. Um, all right. That's it on the NBA. Let's go to last call presented by progression brewery. The NCAA national championship for football is tonight. BCS championship. I don't know even what they call it anymore. It's Alabama, Ohio state. Ohio State only played like five games this season, but they're in the national championship because it's COVID. And you know what? Good for them. Alabama stomped on everybody pretty much per usual. I'm so sick and tired of these teams making it to the finals every year. Who you got, D? And by the way, the line is eight and a half, or at least it was this morning. Yeah, that's what I saw. Who you got? Do I have to pick? Like, I literally have watched that much college football this year. Um, I don't like... Alabama, so I'm going, oh, hi, oh, I don't know if I did it right. I'm going Ohio State. I mean, I'll say this. I watched I watched Ohio State's game last week. I thought they looked really good. Fields yeah. was playing out of his mind. Then he took some digs at the trainers after the game. Um, you know, he doesn't care. He's on his way to the NFL after this. Right. I don't like either of the teams. And I, like I said, I'm so sick of them being there every year, but I'm going Alabama. Folks, pay attention. We just – we just – didn't pick the same team. No doubt. I'm going Alabama. I think they cover the eight and a half. They win by about 12, win another national championship. On to the next one. I mean, the good thing, I mean, Fields could, you know, maybe he could jump uh, Lawrence with another good showing tonight. I know. No one's picking. Ain't happening. And Ain't then, happening. And then the Jets went out. Maybe. Oh, All right, y'all. Well, quick, real quick. It happened today. I know it wasn't part of it, but what do you think of the Eagles getting rid of uh, Doug? I love it. I love it. Carson Wentz is going to be their quarterback. Guaranteed now. I think it's a great, great move. I know Peterson won them a championship. I know that that matters a lot, but I don't think that he was doing a good enough job with that team. And I know they were banged up, right? But I like that again. I talked about it last week. That that shit at the end of the season, the way he handled that was just wrong. And I know I saw some quotes today that he was just sick of being told what to do and blah blah blah. Like I'm sorry, bro. You're an NFL coach. You ain't the GM. You ain't the owner. 
you had a chance to 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 win a division this year. I know not the last game of the season, but like you had a chance to win a division and you fumbled around with a quarterback situation, messed it up. And again, maybe he gets another job, but I'm, you know, whatever. On to the next one. No doubt. All right, y'all. We'll see y'all next time. Alabama, Ohio State tonight. Holla at your boy. Go Pack Go. Peace.